Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be talking about the Thursday night game, tonight's game being the Gold Coast Titans v. the West Tigers. It's going to be a bit of an interesting one here. I'm dissecting all of these games this weekend with BKR Sport. If you want to go give him a follow, make sure you do at BKR Sport. Great page and he's a content king. He posts heaps of content over a number of YouTubes and on his Instagram page. So please... If you don't already, go and follow BKR Sport. Sit back, relax, and enjoy part one of your round four preview. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and welcome to the round four preview. It's round four already, guys. I think this has gone a lot faster than people would have thought and turned out much differently to people would have thought as well. But Jacob obviously isn't with us this week. He had other stuff on. So I've got the one and only BKR Sport, (laughs) Blaze. How are you? How are you doing, big fella? Ah, like I just said, man, you know, I'm, uh, you know, a bit rough after the weekend. I went down to Canberra. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm a Titans fan, you know, do vlogs and whatnot. And I went down to Canberra and that was a bit of a rough one there. But overall, man, you know, I'm loving the season. It's throwing up a, a few curveballs, a lot of curveballs, which, you know, I have been saying for a while, man, this is the closest season that we're going to get for a long time. And uh, it has been incredibly close. Like there's only one team that I think, uh, you know, really doesn't have many problems. And that's probably the Panthers. Yeah, well, they are undefeated at the moment. So definitely no problems there. The only team that has lost all of their games is the West Tigers. And if we jump straight into the first game, that's who you've got, your Gold Coast Titans. Give us your thoughts on that game, how you think it's going to go, who you think your key players are. Okay, so with this game, if this isn't a bounce-back game for us, then I don't know what I'm going to do. (laughs) It's going to be a really tough one because I'll be there on the drums as per usual getting crazy. So I'll be witnessing it live. Now, if we lose this game, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because we should be winning this game 13 plus easy. And truly, the way the Tigers play on the weekend, I would say that we should be winning 20 to 30 plus. But in the same sense, I know what the Titans are like. We could easily lose this game and then go and beat the Eels next week. Uh, but like overall, man, I think that the, the Titans looks incredibly, for the most part, and I think that with that Raiders game, that people forget that the Titans still had that first half where they absolutely annihilated it. And they forget that these players are incredibly young. So down there in Canberra, we went away to a team that has a lot of experience and the momentum switch happened. And these young players with a 21 year old, you know, age uh, spine, aren't able to switch that momentum back in their favor. So that's away from home in Canberra, which is a difficult place to go, obviously, especially after that hot game the other week against, who did we play again? The Warriors. So we come back home here against the Tigers, and truly, I think we, we, we should be running rampant here, man. Look, obviously, Fafita hasn't been the utmost kind of front point of the Titans so far. Bo Furman's actually been one of our better plays this year. Uh, you know, Corey Thompson is back this week for the for the, uh, for the Titans, but we did miss out on Philip Sammy and Jaden Campbell. And we get to see Sarko go into the fullback spot. So that actually kind of probably does help us out a little bit this week because, uh, you know, Sarko is a bit more experienced. Yes, he hasn't played with the Titans before, but He's a bit more experienced than Jaden Campbell, and he's been having his own little issues um, himself. That I'm still back in long term, but he's been having a few issues. So no, I'm looking forward to man. I think that you know we've got a good team going out there. I think that uh, you know we've only lost two games this year by only two points in each game, and won the other one. So I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as people are saying. 
Yeah, for sure. I can agree there. And uh, Jaden Campbell, as you mentioned, obviously out with those uh, with that rib injury. Philip Sammy's also out of this one. Coming in is, I think it was Corey Thompson that's been subbed in here. Yeah. Um, and obviously Jermaine Asako as well. I actually really like Corey Thompson. I thought that it, when he did come into the side last year, he was really effective. Uh, and I think it'd be really good here for the Gold Coast Titans. Good little replacement there. Now, Jermaine Asako, I'm sort of 50-50 on. As you said, he is much more experienced than Jaden, obviously. Um, but you lose a bit of that flair that Jaden has. Uh, and I know that Jermaine Asako has got a lot of flair in him. Uh, but he's more of a winger for me than he is a fullback. Uh, Absolutely. So I think it will be very interesting to see how this goes. Uh, but I, do, I don't mind it. For one week against the West Tigers, I mean, you couldn't have picked a better week for Jaden Campbell to be out, to be honest. Um, yeah, look, look. Uh, just in regards to Corey Thompson, he's actually my favorite player at the Gold Coast. So I think he's one of the most underrated wingers in the competition. And uh, him coming back in brings that experience. You know, we've got a really young team, obviously. Every single person pretty much is youthful, except for maybe Isaac Liu and Kev Proctor. Uh, but besides that, pretty much everyone else is, is youthful except for Corza. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that he comes in there. And uh, when, obviously, Sammy comes back, he'll probably go to the other wing. But the, we've got good depth there in the wings with Greg Martzu as well um, that you probably would want to be keeping in there anyway. So I think the only question mark that people are really complaining about right now is J-Well not coming in for Kevin Proctor. Uh, however, J-Well probably won't be here next year. Uh, but then again, you could argue that Kevin Proctor might not be there next year. So that's a, it's an interesting one. But, yeah, overall, man, I think that we, we should be in for a good score here. Yeah, for sure. Talking a bit about the Tigers now as well, um, Dane Laurie. Now, he hasn't been the biggest talk of the town at the moment. Um, and we haven't really been talking about him because he hasn't been as big and flary as he usually is. But I think it's just because he's not in a side that's moving forward. Mm. Look, I, I, di- I didn't mind Jock Madden in at six with Luke Brooks. I thought it actually uh, was a bit of a good contrast for them. And I thought it actually worked quite well. Uh, and they actually played a lot better too, uh, which was quite which was quite interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on Jock Madden and Luke Brooks? I thought Jock Madden was pretty good against the Warriors. Now, I will sit here and tell you that I think that Tigers-Warriors game was one of the worst games I've witnessed in my life uh, and from both teams in that one. But obviously, the Tigers, not only did they perform in that game in the worst game I've ever seen, but also lost it, right? So you'd still want to at least get the two points in a game that was that bad. And they obviously couldn't do it. And they had every opportunity to do it. They had every opportunity to win that game and they just couldn't do it. And it was against the Warriors who obviously weren't that great either. But I I think that Jock Madden was at least better than what we've seen recently. Obviously, you'd love to be seeing Jackson Hastings in there or do we? They're both not there. Uh, Luke Brooks, (laughs) he just is a meme. Like he tries, but he just still relies on that 2018 Dallium halfback of the year. Uh, I would love to see what Gildart can do at a team that isn't the Tigers. I think Gildart actually does show uh, little bits of form. And, and with Dane Laurie, I think that uh, people didn't realize that, yeah, he, he was coming through and he was doing decent, but he also has been around for a couple of years and never really made a name of himself until last year. And then only had a little small stint last year and then got injured. And now he's coming back from injury. There's a lot of things that go into Dane Laurie that people don't really know a great deal about uh, so I, I don't think that he was ever going to be as good as people have been talking about for a while now however I do think he's a good fullback but just as well when you're at the Tigers how are you going to really show yourself off as a as a back when they have been this bad for so long yeah for sure um, for me as well not only the halves and the spine uh, that are going to be a factor a factor in this game sorry uh, but I think the forwards are going to be a big factor in this game as well Tamo, Musgrove, uh, Tualangi Luciano Leilua, 
He's had some really good moments as well. Uh, Offhand Gowie's looked all right too in, in the start of this season versus Isaac Liu experience versus Fodawaka, who for me has been really, really good in terms of a ball playing front rower. Uh, for Fida, Furmore, who I have huge wraps on, and then for Sulamala Aoi as well, the skipper. Um, any thoughts on the forwards in, in the aspect of this game? See, it's difficult for me, man, because obviously I'm always going to look at that forward line and think it's the top three forward line of the competition, especially with the fact that I'm thinking, you know, maybe three years down the track, uh, two, three years, where it's just going to be ridiculous. Uh, these guys growing together with Mo being, what, 21, Fafita being like 21, um, you know, uh, Bo Firma, he's young, Tino Fasmalawi's he's like 22 or 23, and the captain. Like, this forward line's amazing. And you go and look at that forward line for the Tigers, and you look at James Tama, who's obviously past his best, but he is still a good leader. Uh, Little versus Clark. I think that Clark's actually been one of our better players so far this season. Uh, so obviously, you know, I'm, like, I know those two guys are very similar in a lot of aspects. Like, they do try hard. They give it a good crack, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. Uh, and it's not, they don't get the same wraps as obviously those really good um, hookers that you can get around the competition at those better teams. Uh, Zane Musgrove look, versus Isaac Liu, I think that speaks for itself, really. Kelma Tuolangi, I don't mind him, man. I really don't mind Kelma Tuolangi. But, uh, you know, they're going up against David Feeder and Bo Firma. Luciano Liu is, is, is great, but in the same sense, you're going up against two guys that David Feeder is still doing a lot that people aren't giving him credit for because he's not scoring tries. So people forget that his defense has been better this year. They're forgetting that David Feeder has been. Okay, he's not been as explosive as he'd like, but he's still making meters. He's still doing what he needs to do. And he, that last game against the Rays was actually probably one of his better games. So, um, yeah, and then Farsam Malawi going up against... Who's their uh, lock again? Who's the, the lock for the Tigers again? Offer Hangawi. Offer Hangawi, yeah. So, I'm, I'm still taking Farsam Malawi there too. So, yeah, look, it, it probably is going to be a battle of the forwards here because I rate our backs way more than theirs. But the forward line, you could actually consider relatively equal in some aspects with Dave Feeder being so high and firm and not being rated just yet and the other guys being kind of in between. So, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it. But like I said, man, I think we're going to get a good win here. And if we don't, then I'm going to cry. Can we get a scoreline from you? <laughs> like I said, guys, I, I'm very well aware that I know my team enough that we could lose this game and beat the Eels next week uh, just because that's what the Titans do. But I am going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say this is going to be the highest score so far this season. Um, so 38 to 38 points, the highest score we've seen so far this year with the Broncos getting beat by the Cowboys. Don't forget that Bronx fans. And what's the other one? Um, I think it was the other night as well. Panthers getting 38 against the Knights. So I'm going to say that we're going to see the first friggin' 40 here. We're going to see the first 40 and I'm going to go 44 to... I'll go 44 to 14 because I think our defense in, you know, three halves this year have been, has been incredible. It's just the other three halves that have been terrible. Yeah, for sure. I think it will be a high scoring game from the Titans. I will agree with you there. And, um, you know, I think everyone at home would agree with you as well. I'm going to go not 40. I'm going to go 30 to six. I think, I think Tigers will come out strong. They'll score a try, but then I think it's going to be a Titans onslaught. Uh, from then on out, I, think, I think I do think that's a bit of a big call, though. I think that's a bit of a big call, though, in regards to the Tigers starting the stronger, because uh, obviously the Titans have been slaughtered from that second half against the Raiders. Uh, I've actually just been speaking to a couple of the boys just before we jumped on here, and you know, everyone, myself and them, we've all been absolutely uh, annihilated in the you know media and the fans and everywhere. So I feel like they're going to be the ones to come out and, and blow them out early. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it could go that way as well. Uh, I just think that the Tigers, uh, it, it's it's a strange one as well. Um, 
it, as you said, it could be close. It could go one way. It could go the other. Uh, just with what the Titans have been like, with the with the West Tigers have been like. I just think from what I saw from them against the Warriors, I think they're going to come out. Nofaluma is going to be good. Uh, Mamala is going to take some big run, get some meters, which is what was sort of happening last week. Gildart's going to do something amazing like he did last week. Um, Brooks usually starts the game out well too, uh, which is mm. interesting. Uh, I've seen from the past three rounds, he sort of starts the game off really well and then this team slowly sort of start to let go a bit. Um, but 30 to six, either way, whether the Tigers get there in the first half or the second half, um, I think it's going to be 30 to six. Well, there you go, guys. That was your preview for Thursday. In the next one on Friday, tomorrow, we will be talking about the Sharks and Knights, Penrith and South Sydney. Those will come out in two separate parts as well. Just like this one, all of the games will come out in their own separate parts. I think each part is about 15 minutes each. So long, long dissection into each game. Really, really good chat there with BKR Sports. And like I said at the start, if you don't, Follow him already. You may as well go and follow him now. The Content King, he posts a lot of content for his followers. He has a private YouTube as well uh, for those who want to pay a little bit of buck uh, to watch him do some crazy shit. But uh, BKR Sports, definitely one to go and follow there. And as I said, it was a great chat. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. If you want to go and listen to the previews for Friday's game, tomorrow night's games, they'll come out tomorrow night on Friday before the games kick off. So make sure you tune into those. Uh, but thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Well- Yeah.